This podcast is brought to you by Learn Prime. Hone your development skills at learn.thoughtbot.com. Yo. Hey, what's up? What's happening? Stand by. I made you wait so I could listen to Take the Power Back by Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> Hey everybody, this is Gordon in Boston. And this is Mark in San Francisco. And this is Build Phase. So, <laughs> my brother's in town, so I'm on PTO all day, or all mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were having lunch, hanging out, we're in a bar watching the Red Sox game, and we started talking about <laughs> Garth Brooks, and he just started singing Garth Brooks songs, <laughs> and so now I have Garth Brooks stuck in my head. <laughs> <laughs> what was the um who was his alter ego chris like, something that chris was Gaines. yeah that was <laughs> insane man <laughs> that's so weird yeah man <laughs> he was telling me work. about he, he was telling me that my brother's telling me that he has a he has a friend that does edm music so he's a dj Mm-hmm. And um, he's like doing beats for hip hop artists and stuff. And if he ever puts out an album, he wants to do it under Darth Brooks, which I think is such an amazing, amazing DJ name. I cannot believe that it hasn't been taken already. I'd give that guy money. Hell yeah. I'm not even a big EDM guy. Yeah. Just, you want to go see Darth Brooks? Duh. <laughs> he said that there was another one. Oh, what was her name? Um, oh, uh, Lindsay Lowend. Is another is another DJ. That's so creative. Apparently, this is like a thing in the in the in the DJ community is to make puns on celebrity names, which I think is a great trend. Yeah, like why don't we have cool names? Like why do we have to go by our, you know, our given Christian names? <laughs> you know, you mean just like in general, right? Like just like <laughs> in addition, like you know, I'm some cool name, you know. DJ Jazzy Mark or whatever, right. and I work for Thoughtbot. You should work on that. <laughs> That's more. not my real name. Okay, I was just <laughs> it's an, an right. example. Yeah. Oh man, so you've been having a good week. How was uh, how was Stoddard's? Stoddard's is good. Stoddard's is good. One p.m. Yeah, they're open for lunch. Man, they have the best pulled pork sandwich. It's so good. I'm saying that as a Southerner, they have the best pulled pork sandwich. Mm. It's like. The bread is great. They have like pickled jalapenos in there. It's fantastic. It's not. It's probably not like a real traditional pulled pork sandwich. But really, are we really plugging good. Stoddard's? Is this show sponsored <laughs> yes. by Stoddard's now? Might as well be. <laughs> we could do that. Yeah. Just take a quick, quick time out to talk about Stoddard's. <laughs> we give them enough money. Thoughtbot pays you, and then you just turn around and get it all back to <laughs> <Pay> Stoddard's. Stoddard's. <laughs> How about you? What's your week been like? Bug fixing. Yeah. Are you guys wrapping up? Wrapping up. Solidly in the uh, QA phase. Nice. How's that feel? It feels good to be able to submit like four or five pull requests in a day. Yep. Instead of, you know, like one, one every huge. two days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I like this part. Yeah, it's fun. What do we want to talk about this week? I mean, we had kind of discussions, you and I, about view models. We could talk more about that, but we've also done that pretty consistently for the past few episodes <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like was there anything that 
like an interesting revelation that you can share from those? I, you know, having had another week to play with this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. I truly see the need for mm-hmm. reactive cocoa now. Yeah. I'm like creating a lot of blocks, you know, to be fired and it just doesn't feel right. Yeah. Like I really just want like one exit point for these changes to flow through to my view controllers. Right, right. Yeah. So my next step is to take the plunge on that. I'm going to talk with Jack and Retta. They're pretty far along on this stuff. Yeah, I really do want to do that episode during the summer summit. I think it'd be a good episode. Mm-hmm. Assuming we haven't beaten that horse to death. But eh, that's what we do. <laughs> Beat horses to death? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And sometimes we podcast. <laughs> I guess we could talk about something that I did. I actually did it last week. I wanted to talk about it last week, but we didn't have the time. I'm going to see what you think about this. Okay. What do you think about having your entire app run inside a container view controller? So the container view controller is the Windows root view controller, mm-hmm. and then everything else happens inside of it. What are you getting from that? So this was necessary because we had kind of reworked how... There's, a, there's an onboarding flow mm-hmm. that needs to happen. And um, we needed to rework that. And for myself, I wasn't really happy with how the transition happened out of that mm-hmm. into sort of the normal app. And really all we were doing was just switching the root view controllers out on the window, mm-hmm. which affords you no sort of transition at all. Right. It was just flashing from one screen to the, no- to the other, and right. it, it sucks. Right. Which, I, so that, yeah, I've done, I've done that, yeah. Migrating, like moving from like a login flow to a, Mm -hmm. yeah. So instead I have this container that I'm just calling sort of the application view controller Mm -hmm. that is the Windows root view controller. And then it sort of has a little bit of logic in it to determine, do we need to show the onboarding flow? Is this sort of like a first run? Or in our case, also, if you're logged out, it falls right back to that onboarding flow. So having that in, in a view controller, instead of just kind of having a property on the window. Yeah gives you a lot of flexibility. Right. So the, that top level view controller has a navigation controller, I'm assuming. So the onboarding flow, yeah, exists in a nav controller and the normal app flow exists in a nav controller and those are both child or children of these of the application view controller. Okay. Cuz it's just a container for these two. Okay. And has some methods on it you can call up and say like, "Hey, I want the onboarding thing shown." And then it'll do like a nice transition in. Mm-hmm. When it's done, it transitions out. Mm-hmm. The thing that I haven't nailed yet is how to communicate with it. Yeah, I haven't figured out if I'm you know down in some stack and I'm in a modal, and then that's a nav, and then there's another view controller there, and there's another modal. How do I call all the way up and say I'm done? I want to show the onboarding flow. I haven't really figured out a good way to do that yet. Um, for now, I just have a category on UI view controller, which is a method like application view controller, and then it just grabs the window, casts the root view controller, and returns it. Yeah. It works. Yeah. Does a, would a notification there work? Like just posting a global notification? Like instead of saying, I'm done and this is what I want to do next, just saying, hey, I'm done, and then whatever cares about whether or not this flow is done, which sounds like a concern of this top-level navigation controller, honestly, or view controller. But then the top-level view controller would just say, I care about when this flow is done, and when this flow is done, I want to do this thing. Right? Mm, mm-hmm. It centralizes that logic. It decouples the two, and it means that you could also 
pull that flow out of this container thing entirely and theoretically still use the same like without having to touch it. That's a really good idea. That and that would work in our case because we don't necessarily need to know the result of the onboarding right. flow. It's it's not like a previous project where you could use the app without being authenticated. But then as soon as you try to take some sort of action that requires an account, at that point we would show the screen that yep. lets you sign in or sign up. And then when it's done, we need to know whether you actually completed it or not so yep. that we can just go ahead and like finish that action for you. Yep. Yep. So in that case, I still don't know how we would solve that. Notifications wouldn't work. In this case, it definitely would because it's mm-hmm. very much you move through the flow, you just get to the end and you're done. And it mm-hmm. just transitions itself back into the normal app. Mm-hmm. So if we... Ha- had to communicate back. How do you think that communicate work? back from the nav control from the top level container to whatever is active? Yeah, so you're down in some view controller somewhere, you need to signal up to show this thing and you need to know the result of it finishing. Mm. If it really is as simple as just becoming authenticated, then mm. you could handle both cases just by having a notification that fires whenever like the current user changes. Right, right. Yeah, user like a user did log in notification that fires and then whoever cares about that can deal with it Mm -hmm. and not to throw a wrench in things but in this last project that i'm talking about where we had to do this there was a slightly different case where if you were logged in and you tried to hit on a pro feature Mm. then we would show this separate thing and Mm -hmm. then we had to know the result of that like Mm -hmm. did you sign up and then do this thing yeah okay i guess you really could use notifications and just send them around to kind of keep track but typically i'd like to it's like I almost want things more coupled in this way. Yeah. Just in this one case with the authentication stuff or? Uh, yeah, yeah. And the way I handled this before was that I would call something that would present a view controller and it knew how to walk down the UI view controller's presented view controller just to find which one was at the front mm-hmm. because we weren't using this sort of concept of a container. So I would call some object that presents this authentication view controller, and I'd also give it a block at this time. Mm-hmm. The object would hold on to this block. It would know when the authentication view controller has finished mm-hmm. by delegation, mm-hmm. and then it will just return. Like, the, or, you know, call the block and say, we authenticated or we didn't. And also, we, we called this whether you were logged in or not. Mm-hmm. So if you were logged in, so we didn't have to branch in the code, we could just go, yeah. hey, this is an action that requires authentication. If you are logged in, the block just returns immediately. Right. It doesn't even show the view controller. Right. So that works pretty well. But I like, the, I like the idea of having it all run inside a container. It gives you a lot of flexibility. Yeah. And it kind of gives you an object. Like if you stop thinking about it as a container and start thinking about it as an object that is concerned with the higher level state of the views. Individual view controllers are response are concerned with the state of the view that they're displaying. And then the navigation controller is responsible for pushing, you know, moving views around. Now you have another top level thing above that that's responsible for what set of views are being displayed. And that feels really nice because that's something that tends to get stuck in the app delegate you know, like on first first launch, find you know, get the storyboard and set the root view controller, and then inside the method that finds the storyboard. So the way I've done this, the ugly way that I've done this that I wasn't happy with, and I kind of like your idea better, is inside you know did finish launching. I basically say you know self dot view controller equals 
self initial view controller, right? And then inside the app delegate, I would basically do a, have a conditional say if the user's logged in, return the storyboard from this or the view controller, the initial view controller from this storyboard, or else return the story the initial view controller from this other storyboard. Mm-hmm. And then the really gross thing. So that's that's not great because now the app del. I mean, I don't know. That feels like you could get away with calling that part of the app delegate's responsibility, kind of. You know what I mean? It's because it's responsible for setting up that initial stuff, right? The window and whatever. But then when it get where it gets ugly is that at some point you're going to have to do what you said and you're going to have to finish the login flow and now you're going to have to switch. So now because you've already put that logic inside the app delegate, now you've got to probably open up a method on the app delegate and call a method to switch out the the Windows root view controller out from under it. Right. And anytime I'm like adding a public method, a public interface to the app delegate, it feels gross. Yeah. And especially in this case. And like you said, the transition is literally just like blank. You know, you were mm-hmm. looking at this other thing. Now you're looking at this other thing, you know? Yeah. I kind of like the idea of wrapping the whole thing. What would you think about having the the application container view controller inherit from some view controller that you have in your application? Like it's sort of your base view controller that all of them come off of because they need to have some logic. Then you could put that, you know, show authentication thing in that class and they all just inherit it. Like do you mm-hmm. think that's an acceptable form of inheritance? So they would call like self show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I guess it feels weird. It gets really tricky because I still haven't wrapped my brain around how modal view controllers are actually being laid out by the system. Yeah, because they're up on top of not just the view controller, but the navigation controller that contains the view controller too. They're on top of anything, right? So if you call a modal view controller from like a three-step nested view controller, right, mm-hmm. it's still going to show up above everything else. Yeah, and there is an interesting thing where if some descendant of your root view controller shows a modal, mm-hmm. and then you know that, that's just some view controller down the chain, and then you tell the the actual root view controller to sh- try to show a modal, you think that it would come up on the very top, but it will not. It'll come up behind the. I assume I like I can't I can't actually dig into the view hierarchy to find right. if out if it's even presenting at all. But right, what matters is that it doesn't come up on top. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, it seems like it should kind of be this method that from any view controller, I can just easily say, oh, yeah, I have to do this thing now. Let me know if we authenticated or not. But if that's something that you really need to add to the base view controller logic in your system, would that be better served as a category than a superclass? Superclasses, I'm iffy. I'm, I'm sketchy with superclasses, especially in this kind of a sense, like where you're defining your own superclass that you're just going to use. So I'm no longer inheriting from UI view controller. I'm only ever inheriting from my view controller. I've had bad experiences with that where it sounds like a good idea. And then all of a sudden you, you know, six months go by and you realize that like, Fixing bugs is just impossible. I mean, this is a bad architecture. Like, I'm not saying that that they're directly connected. This this was a bad architecture in and of itself, right? There was a ton of stuff shoved up the stack. But I was also, 
I don't know. I'm gun shy with with subclassing specifically because I, I was in this case where I had things that should have been easy to implement, but I was n- literally literally nine levels deep in an inheritance hierarchy, nine levels away from Apple's classes, right? So nine levels away from UI view controller, or nine ways, nine levels away from UI view, and these things were used everywhere, mm-hmm. and so you couldn't control. The behavior on a you know view by view or controller by controller basis. Yeah, I've definitely been there, and and that is bad. It's a slippery slope to yeah. do this. And speaking directly to your point, you know when you have to make a change in like the most base view controller, right. that is scary. It's scary <laughs> because you're you like, can just yes, break yeah, everything. Exactly, you can break <laughs> the entire application. And so I guess the same thing could technically happen if you're over reliant on category methods, but category methods feel like what they are, right? Like I'm conscious of the fact that I'm bolting crap onto an existing class. And so I'm more reluctant to just say, oh, you know what? I'm doing this in all these classes too. Why don't I just put this in that same category? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Plus most of the time it's an additive behavior with categories. So I'm adding this behavior, like you're saying, show, show authentication view controller, right? We had one um, – I've done this a couple times, adding a, adding a category to add that little hamburger menu button to view controllers. You know what I mean? Or, or a settings button or something. But like literally I had to add this, this menu button to every top-level controller in the stack and I didn't want that logic duplicated everywhere. So I add it on a category on UI view controller and then I call that method inside my initialization. Or view did load or something. You know what I mean? But yeah. I, like I, the difference there is that it's a ba- – like I could have done the same thing by having a subclass that automatically did that for me inside view did load. But now I'm defining a base behavior for view did load that wasn't there before as opposed to adding – you know, having a method that I can call from view did load if I want to. But you were okay with having to call that method from view did load? And know that like this thing is supposed to have this, so that's why we're calling this here. Whereas it seems like a view controller is is this type of view controller that has this button up here on the left. Yeah. Like, like I'm just trying to ultimately feel, reduce all duplication. No, yeah. I don't think it's a perfect solution, but I feel better about that than I do. And again, this is total it's totally possible that this is just me being gun shy because of a bad experience with going way 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 too far down this path but i feel better about that than i do adding a base behavior to view did load although i can totally i totally see your argument right like i totally mm-hmm. get that i don't know my feeling is that it like this really needs its own concrete class to live in and not be bolted onto ui view controller so let's say for instance that the thing you're showing delegates back whether it finished or not and then, you know, let's assume that your category method is present this thing with block, and then it calls the block when it's done. So now you have this category that is acting as the delegate. Right. Like you're putting the delegate methods in UI view controller right. effectively. Right. That doesn't feel right. Like there's no. always going to be stuff that goes along with it. Yes. So as soon as well, you've done that, yeah. categories are out for me. Right. Well, in, th- in this case, it really was as simple as a target action, a bu- adding a button, target action, here's the action that should be, you know, it should call this method that shows this menu, which didn't feel horrible, right? It felt like something that I wanted added to UI view controller, and it felt like something that I wanted added to UI view controller 
conditionally whenever I said I need this functionality, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think both are a slippery slope. Another alternative, let me, I'd have to think about this, but, you know, if you're at a low level view controller and you're trying to call up to like the parent most view controller, you can use the responder chain for that. Mm-hmm. But those methods can't take any arguments. Mm-hmm. It would just literally have to be like, I want this, I'm calling out for this, and mm-hmm. then you figure out how to do the right thing. I mean, that container is still going to have to figure out which now which view controller is at the very front. Mm-hmm. You need to present this modal. You need to handle it appropriately when it goes away. And then that gets me back to thinking that, like, okay, each view controller should be able to do this. It shouldn't just be something that's happening at the top of the stack, like, and commanded down to the lower levels. Yeah. This seems like a common problem, and it bugs me that I, there's no, uh, you know, like, sure solution. Mm. Nothing feels right. Yeah. I do like your I do like wrapping. I think you're in the right track there. Cuz it feels like giving giving a name to that concept, right? That I need at any given time I need to show a thing. And given the fact that in your case you don't need arguments or even if you needed arguments, but you don't need like a return value from it. You just need to say like it seems like a perfect perfect use case for notifications, right? Like literally just saying like I would like to show the alert view or the authentication view now or onboarding did finish done. Right. You know, there was a story about a developer who did something in their app where they had multiple app delegates. Lauren, Lauren Brichter talked about that. Lauren Brichter. uh, I think I brought that up. Lauren Brichter talked about that in his episode of debug as something that he was considering doing for Tweety 2 instead of submitting Tweety 2 as an as a second binary, right? So he submitted Tweety 2 as being a different binary, but he had this idea of doing two app delegates, one for Tweety 1 and one for Tweety 2, and <laughs> dynamically switching it out. So you'd have to have oh man I like I don't even know how that would work. You'd have to have some app delegate at the beginning that then switched itself out with whichever app delegate. I don't even know how that system works enough to <laughs> Yeah, because in, you know typically your app delegate owns your window. Right. And it it you know it's made key invisible at the end of did finish launching. But who's making this? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, but that was bonkers. But I mean but it kind of sounds awesome, right? It kind of sounds like I mean, the binary for this app would be huge because it would be two apps in one. But the idea was that he could have a Tweety 1 app delegate and a Tweety 2 app delegate. And he could, if you paid for the update for Tweety 2, he could just set that one as being the application delegate. So, so he didn't go with this. <laughs> no, 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 no. Obviously, I think it was just yeah. something that he was he was <laughs> experimenting with at one point. I don't know how far. It does raise a bunch of questions about how that would work, but you know something else that I just considered that this sort of application container view controller gets you is the ability to transition out of your launch image. Yeah, which people normally again would do in the app delegate. Yeah, but this gives you a really great place, like right there in view did load. You know, you can make your initial UI your launch image, mm-hmm. and then in view did appear. Just mm-hmm. transition. Just figure out, okay, what do I need to go to? 
let's remove this launch image and you just have a really nice transition mm-hmm. on a cold start. Mm-hmm. And I can't think of any other way. Well, I guess in the app delegate, but it's very clear Hacking that the code the does, it doesn't belong there. Like oh, it's, yeah. The app delegate is nothing view related. I feel like it's like a common thread for this podcast to like see how much crap we can stop having people put in the app delegate, <laughs> move it to discrete objects. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Like your notification handling, that doesn't have to be in the app delegate. Make well, some controller well, that yeah, does it. The only, I mean, the only thing that does have to be in the app delegate is like the did launch from notification, right? Right. I'm just saying that yeah. all the work in those methods right. doesn't have to be you there. You should just hand that to something. Exactly. And then that thing should know what to do with it. Bingo. Yeah. I think it's an interesting idea. I don't know that it would be useful 100 percent of the time, though. I think that I think that more and more and more and more apps need that kind of dual flow things. That's a really bad way of saying it, but like you have a logged out flow that is either an onboarding or a login and registration, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have a logged in flow that doesn't have any of that stuff. And given that that's a prevailing pattern, like if you don't need login, like if you don't need that kind of authentication stuff, I don't know that wrapping everything in a view controller would be beneficial. Can you see benefits outside of that kind of? Hmm. No, right. I mean, one thing that kind of came to mind is that if you need to like flatten the view hierarchy down into a screenshot for some reason, yeah, that's a great place to do it. Yeah. But I can't think of a good reason that you'd want to do that at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and it's kind of related to authenticated and unauthenticated, but that would be a great place to also have like a passcode lock. Yeah. If you need to lock up the whole app, lock it at that level. Yeah. Because that can be anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. What would you call that thing? You're calling it application view controller, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that fits? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right thing to call it or mm. or what. Can we call it Darth Brooks? <laughs> yes. But what were you saying about, about it being a common? I'm, just, I'm, I'm ignoring that. About it being a common pattern. It like I wonder if you know maybe we should just make a view controller out there that's like here. This should be your app delegates root view controller. It has property for like here's your normal app. Here's your other thing. And here's a method to transition between the two. Hmm. Here's an animation block. Make it happen, Captain. You could use composition. You could have a you could have a top level view controller that takes an authentic something that subs- that conforms to some authentication controller protocol that has some subset of methods, so that you could just create that and inject it into this thing. Hmm. And then you'd probably also have to hand it. Or I guess the authentication controller could vend the, like one of the things on the authentication controller could be just to vend whatever view objects it needs to do. It'd be kind of weird. So the other option is is have the authentication controller that handles all the logic. Like, what do I do with this data once I have it? And then you also inject the initial view controller for your authentication flow. I like that idea better. I like using the authentication controller to remove the logic from mm-hmm. the application container view controller. You know, in that in that way, it's almost like an application view model. Yeah. Like it's it's this high level thing that's dictating the state of your application at the current moment. Yeah. And then this thing just kind of moves view controllers around to reflect that. Huh. <laughs> you can see the wheels turning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. I like that a lot. <laughs>
I think I want to use that. I'll keep pulling on this thread, see where it goes. Yeah. Yeah. I should blog about this. I want I want feedback. I want more email. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I feel like I say this every episode, but like just tell me that I'm dumb. Like yeah. I don't care. I just yeah. get lonely. I just want to hear <laughs> from people. <laughs> just get lonely. Just get lonely on the internet. Yeah. So you're doing this on your project now though, right? Yeah. And you like the way it feels. Is there anything that you don't like about the way it feels? Other than, uh, are you saying like communication back and forth is a little iffy, but other than that. Yeah. Like I said, I have the, I have the category on the view controller, which mm-hmm. is really just some, it's just a nicer wrapper around getting at the app delegate, yeah. which doesn't make me super happy, yeah. but it's clean and compartmentalized. So I'm living with it. Yeah. Why do you have to get back to the app delegate? Uh, because so I just added a method in a UI view controller category so it can any view controller can know about the application container. Mm-hmm. You know, in that like view controllers know about their nav controllers, their yeah, tab yeah, bar controllers. Yeah. No, that makes that sense. Same kind of pattern. But all that method does is just get the app delegate and grab its window and then grab its root view controller and return it. I see. So that you don't have some singleton it, it, yeah. Because the only other option is having some singleton floating around out there. Right. And at least now it's just in this one method. Mm-hmm. Like, I can mm. live with that. Yeah. Fair enough. So if all y'all out there have any other suggestions on how you've handled this in your apps, we'd like to hear yeah. from you. So please email us at buildphase at thoughtbot.com or reach out on app.net or Twitter at buildphase. Show notes for this episode are be found at podcasts.thoughtbot.com slash buildphase slash 34. And as always, um, if you could please leave some ratings and reviews on iTunes, that would be much appreciated. All right. Cool, man. Are you See going ya. back to Stoddard's? Yeah, probably. All right. I may I may just go drink upstairs. <laughs> that works too. All right. All right. Later. Later. Later.